What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the First Defense Audio Installment. I just finished watching the duel, so this is gonna be the Daytona preview. I wanted to release this episode after the duels just so I had more to talk about on what we might see on Sunday. The duels the first duel was pretty boring. There was a few storylines, but the second one was good at the end. Before we get into that, please follow me on my Instagram and YouTube and everything at First or Fence. And there's going to be a new segment in the podcast called Race Picks, and it'll be every week. Me, my brother, my friend will have our race picks, and there's like a point system and everything, so stay tuned for that toward the end of the episode. Also, one more thing is I have some die casts for sale. Um, they're on my eBay. I'll leave a link to that too so you can check those out they're mostly gordon they're they're gordon ones from 2004 02 01 there's some junior ones and others you'll have to look so yeah we'll talk about qualifying first and then the duels so from practice on tuesday you could tell that the chevys the hendrick cars were fast of course Elliot ran a few single runs and he looked fast. It was hard to tell because the track was so filled up with cars. But then qualifying last night, Wednesday night, was um, the Hendrick cars, like they always do, were really fast. And um, I think they've in the first the first qualifying run before they break it down into ten. I, I want to say it was Byron. Byron, Larson, Bowman, Elliott, I think it was. And then Eric Elmerola showed he had some speed. So in the the second run where it's only the ten, top 10 cars, Elliott went, for, er, Elliott went first among the Hendrick cars. And then Elmerola actually... Elmerola went and then Hendrick... Chase Elliott ran a worse time than... Elmarola, so it would have been the four Hendrick cars, but it ended up being Larson the fastest with Bowman behind him. So yeah, Hendrick swept the front row again. I forget how many years it's been. It's been a lot since they started on the front row, but the Toyotas, I they said, Bush said that they don't really concentrate on um, qualifying. So, you can tell all three teams have, like, a different strategy. Hendrick always has, like, tons of speed. Gibbs always finds their way to front the front with Hamlin winning a bunch. And then the Fords are just really good on strategy, as we just saw them easily win the first, the two duels. But I'm not sure how much speed is going to matter, I think. If you have a slow car and you're towards the back of the 500, if you lose the draft, you're like, there's no, you're done. So I would say if your car, if you don't think you can quickly get in behind the draft and file in line, then you better like stay in the pack because I don't think many cars will be able to just pull in behind the draft unless they do it fast enough and have enough momentum and stay there. But we'll see. There will be more cautions in the 500, and there's stage breaks and everything. So there's going to be times where the field is getting bunched back up. 
now on to the duels. Uh, the first duel was pretty boring at first. Larson and uh, three Hendrick cars. It was Larson, Byron, Elliott got single file, and Larson was out in front, and they kind of just pushed him around for a while. And the pack started to break up during the when they pit, and I think the Hendrick cars pit first. They took four tires, and the it was Blaney and who were the other Fords? I think it was Blaney, Kozlowski, Sindrick, and Briscoe. Those four Fords took two tires. There might have been more with them, but they ended up being the only cars that stayed together. And they kind of pulled ahead. And the main thing with the first was Kazgarala was trying to get into the 500. I forget who he was who was he going against? Oh, J.J. Yilly, and he sped on pit road and got a lap down, but he was able to, when he got in that line with all the Hendrick cars, they were just going so fast that he it was timed perfectly where he passed Yilly and put him a lot, two laps down, and then that's he barely got in, but that was cool to see the money team get in, so Mayweather, hopefully he's at the 500. And then... Um, Keselowski actually made an early move on Blaney with about four to go. That was a good move. That's like a classic Keselowski. Um, wicked good plate racer. So I was surprised he went that early, but when Blaney, that was Briscoe and who Sindrick were just, did not help Blaney at all because Blaney definitely could have gotten a run on him again, but they were like all over the place. I think Sindrick pulled out on Blaney and then Blaney pulled to, down to the left and then Briscoe went too and followed Sindrick and that put Blaney behind and then Sindrick and Briscoe were like side drafting for a second so Brad just had a clean shot straight to the checker but it was that's just like their low experience showing. I think if that if that was Brad like last year, then he would have just pushed Blaney out in front. But the second duel was similar. Um, they were you could Logano said he was going to be aggressive, and right from the start he was he was definitely aggressive. But the Toyotas did not have speed to. There was five of them, so you would think they would be organized and bump each other to the front, but they they just still didn't have the speed to really get out in front or maintain um, gaining on the Fords when they when they uh, broke out after the after the pit cycle. So they they went in together the Toyotas and Hamlin spun I don't know what he locked up he locked his brakes up and then he tried to like get in in front of Truex but then I think he like thought he was gonna Truex was gonna rear end him so he like swerved out of the way and then he spun in the grass so they lost him so that hurt them a ton and then by the time they got out they were like about 10 seconds back and they had some help at times but not enough to keep up with the Ford, so Ligano wrecked the first car at Daytona. Busher made a great move on him, and he just w- went for a wicked aggressive block. He said in an interview after that he didn't think the run would come that fast, so I'm assuming he just thought that 
Busher wouldn't be be on his bumper like the second he went for the block and he like he went sideways and then he hit the wall head on and Burton hit him hard too so the car didn't I feel like the last car would have looked worse and got torn up more but I mean that thing's wrecked like though you could tell it visually it didn't look as wrecked as I thought it was gonna but it was destroyed so Busher ended up winning that because the caution came out and McDowell was up there running good. So it was Busher, McDowell, I think Burton and Logano. So pretty impressive that RFK already swept, already show, did that good, swept the duels. That's definitely showing that Kozlowski is how good he is at play racing and how he's helping his teammate. I don't know how much we really learned from the duels. I don't, I mean, it's obvious that the Fords, it looks like they're drafting like as good as they have. Like they have that flat nose so they can push each other maybe more aggressively, but I don't know. That's, they also have the curved back bumper. So they're, they're really getting each other sideways. So I don't know how aggressive the pushing will be. It's still, so hard to tell where how the runs are gonna be i would say the runs don't look as fast as they were last year but it's hard to tell because it's a lot less cars so we'll see but i think um it's when there's 40 cars the difference is gonna be huge i i think the fords are gonna be hard to beat unless they wreck like they did last year i think they'll be Either that, I mean, Hamlin has Hamlin has shown like that when the Toyotas get together, he can they can lead well. Obviously, he's won three times in the last six races, but they they seem like they're always doing good. The Toyotas, like in the summer race, they they were leading and they had like some miscommunication and they lost the lead to the Fords again or whatever. So I don't really know. I I. I just think the Fords are going to be the ones to beat, but we'll see. One more thing to mention is it'll be interesting to see what happens with Logano because he wrecked that car, so he they have a backup, but that could be their auto club car, so if that's their auto club car, then they have to, if he wrecks that in the 500, I don't know what happens next if do they take one of Blaney's back up and turn it into an auto club car for him? I'm not sure. So we'll see. I hope all the teams like have enough parts and everything because if they keep wrecking cars, if they wreck a car, few cars in the 500, wreck a car and auto club, and then Atlanta's going to be a huge, like similar to a play track. So we'll see how all that unfolds. But yeah, that's the, the duels were pretty boring but i i expected them to be because teams have such limited parts and with all the supply chain problems and shortages and everything so we'll see the 500 i i don't think they'll race conservative at all i mean maybe a little once because they're still going to be learning i I really don't think they learned much from the duels just because of how spread out they were they were they were rarely in a pack just at the beginning so We'll see what happens, but now we're going to be moving on to the race picks. But before we do that, I want to say my 
truck and Xfinity picks for trucks. I think I'm gonna go with John Hunter Nemechek. I think he ran, he almost won Talladega, so I think he'll he'll do good here, and I think he's gonna win it. And then for Xfinity, I'm gonna do Gregson because he's won here before and he just qualified, so I think he's he qualified a Cup car, so I think he'll have like some confidence and momentum and get it done. All right, so now we're going on to the race picks with my friend and brother. We'll be right back. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> Garner. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Hello? I gotta keep this serious. Sorry. You guys ready? Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, we can hear you, Garner. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm ready. Time for the race pick segment of the podcast. Um, this is going to be a weekly thing we're doing. Everyone gets two picks, a main pick and an underdog pick. You get a point for if your guy finishes the highest in it. If the your underdog pick wins, you get four. And if, if he uh, finishes highest, you get one. And then you get a playoff point for your main pick if he wins. And two for your underdog pick. And then points reset when playoffs start and you only carry over your playoff point so yeah Garner you get first picks who are you going with um for my main pick I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott um and for my for my under underdog pick I'm gonna go with Chase Briscoe yeah Elliott just qualified first so that's a good choice Penna, who are you going with? Alright, so I'm going to go with my boy. Hold on one second. We'll let him present. Sometime today, maybe. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to be going with Chris Boucher. Sounds like a weird French guy. Chris Boucher yeah. for your underdog pick? Nice, not bad. Yeah, Chris Boucher. And for my main pick, <laughs> it's Boucher. Boucher, sorry. It's nice. And on my main pick, I will be going. Not bad. I mean, just one Talladega. Coming, becoming kind of a decent plate racer. Not bad. Not bad. All right. It's familiar familiar with the course. course. I'm going Hamlin because I mean I don't know why you guys are going Ham. One. I'm saving him. One, two of the last three, and three of the last six five hundred. So. And for my underdog, I'm going for a guy who just qualified in on speed because he he wasn't locked in. Noah Gregson. I'm Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. He could come through if there's a big wreck at the end. All right. So what do you think for Jacob missing it? Does do I do his picks or does he just lose this week automatically? <laughs> I, think, I think I think we'll just have, have to give it on. Uh, I mean, attendance is a big, big factor, factor. So yeah. you can't, can't be proud to make, make picks. picks. You can't, can't be proud to make picks. 
canceled on us. I mean, we got to teach them a lesson. So canceled on us last second as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's even worse. worse. So we just, this should, should teach him that he's better show up. Yeah, well, let's start, start off with a disadvantage, but I think, I think it's only fair. Yep. All right, one more thing. Um, You can't pick the same guy two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. But it, once two weeks go by, you reset, or a week. Mm-hmm. And winner gets a big reward. So, you know what the reward would be? No, not yet. We'll be... We'll be announcing that in the coming week. All right. Uh, all right, that's it. See ya. I hope you guys like that new segment with uh, race picks. That was actually, we recorded that after qualifying, so we had no idea what the duels, we didn't, we hadn't yet watched the duels, so just so you know. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for today's video. You can send me questions or anything. If you want me to answer them, I'll answer them on the podcast. But, yeah, um, follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and everything. And let me know who you think's going to win the 500 and who you think's going to win the track and Xfinity race or whatever. Yeah, see you, see you Sunday night. That's when we'll, the next podcast will be. That'll be the, auto, the post-Atona 500 pre-Auto Club. Thanks, see ya.